What's going on, everybody? Patrick Ali uh, here with another episode of Live on Real Estate, hanging out with CP. What's up, Patrick? How are we this morning? I'm good. I'm yeah. Tra- traffic's a little bit bad, but we don't talk about traffic. No, no. Yeah. And I don't it's, uh, it's only bad here. Right, right. That is true. For yeah. those that like to complain that, you know, there's construction everywhere <laughs> and it's Michigan roads, it's really not. It's just right here right before this the, is where it's right been. before the show we were kind of talking about it because brad uh, had a little bit of a run-in with the old traffic in uh, in sure troy is. michigan and uh hanging out with us too brad peral real team real estate how you doing bud doing really good thanks for really me. really good and um we were talking about it he goes i would never want to live in la he yeah said, this is how it is here i don't want to live that in was LA. my test run that, that was, was my <laughs> test run for, for la right there on, and the way, on the way in he's like i'm thinking about moving to la he gets stuck in traffic he goes 86 that idea one, yeah one and done that was yeah it. That nice was the only time. big <laughs> big beaver avenue that 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 just wiped you out eh? no Vent, no ventura no you know any of the other uh, no, la when, streets when i leave here i'm gonna have to go find some back roads but yeah yeah, no, yeah. Not even wanna, <laughs> i don't even want to test the traffic over there right. i can <laughs> confirm la traffic is three hours so you want to go somewhere at least mm. three hours early yeah or, or yeah <laughs> see i spent time in corona which is like south of la and it's not bad but it's mm-hmm. not really the nicest place to drive through so anyway let's not talk about traffic anymore <laughs> what's going on man how are you doing really good doing really good. i was just saying this is like the first uh the first episode that we've had um with anybody from real team and i think in a while now so it's kind of cool to have you in and, and hanging out with you oh I'm, I'm i'm honored yeah you know to be here you know and, and i'm the one that's representing real team so i, I like right. that too I that's very that. cool that's very cool and uh you were telling me too uh yes you said the other day um that you had a you had a call you was weird kind of talking about the traffic or whatever he yep. goes i had a call from somebody is like hey i want to go see a house that you're listing it's up in you said marine city yep, marine city yep, and just right on the water. at four o'clock in the afternoon right at four o'clock why don't we do that why don't we go sit in three hours of traffic to see a house so hopefully it sells uh, absolutely and, and for myself you know that's the beauty of a full-time agent yeah is you call me and at the drop of a head i can be there yeah you know if, if it makes sense i can be there so for myself you call me at one o'clock all right yeah. let me get in the car do you, we'll do, you, do you ever feel like somewhere's too far? I mean, do you ever have no. that in your head or no? No, no. I've I've shown houses. I'll, I've, I went out to Adrian two months ago. Okay. For showing. Okay. Um, you know, if if I'll go anywhere. Yeah. We're in Michigan, so nice. no, I've, I've sold a few places up north as well. Yeah. So I don't I don't restrict myself in, in any limit. I think yeah. it's smart. I think it's smart because it's you know there's so much business. I think even in our immediate area, but there's a lot of business that's all over the place that you have yeah. access to. Yep. So if you don't really take advantage of it, you know, it's I think it's kind of leaving leaving things on the table. Well, you know? a lot of agents I talk to in the industry, they've been in the industry for a long time, and they'll say, you know, you know, I'll stay within my general area. Right. And to me, it just doesn't make much sense. Right. There's so much more business out there. Um, it doesn't matter what part of the state you're in. You, you yeah. want to get as much as you can get done. In is there is there a time that you think in CP you could probably because you you have quite a few partners that you work with. Do you think there's ever a time in your career where you're like, you know what? I've done everything I want to do. I've done the nomad lifestyle of being able to go anywhere I want. I now I kind of want to just stick to this area that I that I live in or whatever. For myself, no. Yeah. Not at all. I, I want to keep uh, pushing new areas. Yeah. You know, for myself, I want to learn about new areas. Um, I'm not a true Michigan real estate expert unless I know, you know, majority of the areas in Michigan. Yeah. You know, and I got to keep learning about that. As yeah. Talk to more yeah. Clients. Right. Um, I want to come back to the Marine City. Is that yeah. your listing? Yes, my listing. Yes. All right. So what is going on in Marine City, dude? It's it's it's, <laughs> it's crazy. It's nuts. It's up and coming. Again. It really is. You didn't know this, Patrick. No, Marine I didn't City know this. is. I used like, to work in Marine City a long yeah, time ago, man. I know. And what you thought of Marine City is not Marine City now. No, it's yeah. to me, it's a little slice of up north, but yeah, in a very drivable distance. I love that. But know? yeah, they are like doing. They're doing some big things there. They put up a theater, and there's you know yep. restaurants and mm-hmm. this and that. Marine City is like. 
watch. Yep. As I talked to a few, uh, booming. One, one of my buddies moved out there. Yeah. And I keep talking to more clients, and I keep seeing more people searching Marine City and searching uh, that area. So yep. Uh, I went out there. We had a. Uh, they were a for sale by owner. Called them up. They were struggling with you know getting it sold. So yeah. I went out there, got it signed. They're a beautiful house right on the water. Yeah. Right on Bell River. Yeah. Um, you can take your boat right out and. No, it's just easy living out there. Yeah. How do you feel about the responsibility for sale by owner? I mean, I feel like if you try to sell your house on your own, that's a huge weight that you care, you know, a huge weight that you carry. And I think that majority of the reason why so many fail, and it's not, it's not a bad thing. Some of yeah. them are successful, but a reason why so many of them fail is just because I think folks aren't expecting number one, what goes into a listing itself. So you can yep. kind of explain that. And then also, you know, what the follow-up looks like to be a for sale by owner. Cause a lot of them, you'll see them 130 days on the market and they've been saved on Zillow maybe three or four times. You know what yep. I mean? Uh, when, when I run into a for sale by owner, the first thing that, you know, I talk about them is where they got their price at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they, they always, to me, it seems like they tend to list themselves above where the market's right. at. Right. So that's problem number one. You're not getting as much foot traffic in the door. Um, you know, as I talk to more physicals, though, it's always about commission-based, right? You know, they're trying yeah. to save as much money as mm -hmm. possible. They're never really fully prepared for what they're getting themselves into in terms right. of organization, how many phone calls you're going to handle. Yeah. Not just agents trying to get your listing because you're forced to sell by owner, and now we know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, but people trying to set up the showings as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. And if you're working a nine-to-five job. That's tough, man. And, and your wife works a nine-to-five job. You're both right. Working right. Time. Who's handling those phone calls for you? Right. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot. We I sold a house by owner once, uh, not that long ago. How dare you? Yeah, I know, no. right? <laughs> I know. Um, but you know what? The the biggest thing for me, there was this one guy, who uh, wanted to buy it and he he couldn't. Yep. He couldn't buy it. He did right. not qualify. Didn't qualify. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I was able to kind of talk to him about that and sort of just be like, yeah, you know, dude, it's not gonna He's work. He's talking to the right guy. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, but, that's true. Th but that like that didn't deter him. I mean, this yep. mother would show up like every few days yep. and then he would be calling me and I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. I can't, you know, you can't buy it. Like, yeah. go find cash if you want to buy this damn house so bad or <laughs> yeah. whatever. Um, it was brutal from that stance. That was the piece that I didn't like is this damn fool just right. wouldn't go away. I couldn't shuck him off on, on anybody. Well, yeah. and for anybody listening to understand that when you have an agent, you know, not only is that agent bringing in all the good buyers, but keeping yep. away, yeah. and we don't, there's no bad buyers, but keeping yep. away the buyers that maybe not qualified, right. maybe a little bit crazy and not qualified, yep. you know, and, and just so super determined like that. But I, I feel like there's a lot less of like breaking the fourth wall yep. and, and going to the person directly. Right. And you can have some buyers out there with unrealistic expectations. Yeah. You mm. know, I love this house. I can only pay so much for it. I'm still going to get this house. Yeah. Not, not in this world. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and that's when, that's when that whole thing, I, I and I, it, you kind of have to laugh about it, but at the same time, you, yep. you know, you, you feel bad for people, but the whole concession thing, yep. you know what I mean? A lot of folks think that, um, you know, oh, I can't buy this house, but I'm determined to buy it. Well, let's, let's see if we can get, you know, max concession on exactly. it. And it's, it goes back to that unrealistic expectation yep. of, you know, wanting to buy a property, not necessarily having the right tools to buy the property. And then uh, going there that way. Yeah. What do you do? Like, you know, someone that just wants to repeatedly make offers that you know are just so, not going to work. Yeah. So I'm actually I'm running into that with a, a client of mine at the moment. Yeah. And you know, down payment assistance is one of the thing, one of the yeah. issues, right? Mm -hmm. Um, for me, I'm a problem solver. I'm a real estate agent. Mm -hmm. That's my job to take care of that. Yeah, whether, yeah. Whether it doesn't matter what amount of money they have prepared for the closing, I have to make sure that you know when I talk to the lenders and everything like that, all the money adds up and makes sense. So right. when I talk to that client, you know, I give them different options. I don't just say, hey, you can't go buy this house right now. We should save some more money. 
we you know there's i know there's lenders lender credits we can look at sometimes mm-hmm. there's sellers mm-hmm. concessions we can look at sometimes so there's different routes that we can go and for me i'll never give up on a client yeah, you know, yeah. If you're looking at buying a house you know i'm going to keep working for you there's clients i've i've nurtured right it's one of the words we use in mm-hmm. the industry i've nurtured for you know over three years right get them in the right spot yeah. and when they're ready to buy they they couldn't be more happy about right the process. that's right. true and is that you know how do you how do you control that database you know because that's the hard part for i think a lot of people starting out in real estate is you don't expect you know i think a lot of folks when they get licensed their first initial thought is well now it's going to be like you know a, a reality tv show where i'm just going to have people lined up at my door ready to buy but the reality of it there's a lot of folks out there that you know they might just not qualify right now yep. or they might be you know an apartment is the first step and in yep. six to 12 months then we're going to look at buying so how do you nurture that so for me is um I try not to pester too much. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not an anti-salesman. I'm in yeah. sales, but I'm not going to call you every week. You yeah. Know, and make sure, but I'm going to follow up with you monthly. I'm going to mm. make sure they have. Uh, if you have questions, we get them answered for you guys. Right. Um, that's the best I can do. You know, yeah, just yeah, make yeah. sure they have every piece of information going forward. One hundred percent. When I talk to clients on the phone and I send them over your guys' way and they want to get pre-approved, I don't just say, "Hey, let's go buy a house, talk to my lender." You know, I ask them the questions that you guys ask yeah. to make sure that they're fully prepared for what you know what's what's ahead. Yeah, yeah, and and there's a lot of follow up. I imagine yep, going to absolutely. that too. I would say the the hardest part about the follow up too is when you get somebody on the phone. You know, yes, I want to go look at houses today. Yeah, you, so you want to you want to feed into that. You want to go take and see houses, but at the same time, you have to let them know what their cash to close is going to be estimated. You know, monthly yeah. payment and everything. So we have to get a bunch of information up right. for a lot of buyers. Well, and it's funny too. So I used to hang around uh, Real Team Shores quite a bit because it's close to my yep, house, yep. and I used to hear this all the time of like. Peralt's got another one. Peralt's got another one. Peralt's got another one. And people would get pissed, like, in the <laughs> office. And at some point in time, I was kind of like, well, maybe he just has a great follow-up. Like, yeah. maybe the follow-up is really the key to all of this shit. You know it's what I mean? a little bit of both. So what I do with myself, too, is, and you guys do a great job. I love working with Paul Financial for that reason, is communication is key yeah. in success in our business. Right. So when I have a client that needs information, I'm reaching out to them. I have you guys reach out to them, too. And it's usually in the same day. Mm-hmm. So yeah. one thing I do when I'm when I'm when I have a client on the phone, prospective buyer, and they want to talk to a lender. All right, great. When can I have my lender call you? Yeah. I don't sit there and say, all right, when do you want to call the lender? Right. You know, right. We want to get the process going for you guys. Right. Um, you know, they probably have been looking. Most buyers they're looking online for six to twelve months before they actually go in person to look at a house. Yeah. Well, you know what you want almost at that point. You you know what area you're looking in, what mm-hmm. price point you're looking in. The next step is the pre-approval. I got to see what my monthly payment is so, going to be. So at. you're almost doing that before, like that. You basically 100%. treat that phone call as your buyer's consult. Then yeah, I do. Because there's a lot of yeah. agents that I notice, like they want you pre-approved first, then come talk to me. We'll do our buyer's consult, and then we'll move on to the next step. I feel like a little bit of that is disingenuous, isn't it? Yeah. So for myself, my job is if someone wants to go see a house, I'll go take them to see a house. Yeah. Now, if they want to go make an offer on the house, we have to be fully prepared. So right, right. there's different routes. So if I get somebody that, you know, a sign call, yeah. call in on my property, hey, I want to go see, you know, your listing right. in city. All right, great. You know, go meet them out there. I'll do the buyer's consult at the show in itself, right? Yeah. So then I'll start giving them all the information that they're looking for as we're going on. So. You know, the buyer's consultation is a huge step in the process, whether you do it on the phone, whether you have them come into your office in person, or you do it at the at the first showing. Yeah. But something that has to be done at least by the first showing. Do, yeah. you, do you ever feel like that makes you more successful in your job, too? Like, you know, you get a call from an agent, hey, I have a prospective buyer, haven't met with them yet, but looking to get pre-approved versus, hey, we had a, we had a buyer's consult and we're needing them to get pre-approved. Is that ever something? Yeah, I think, you know... I don't know if it's necessarily that specific piece of it, but you, you know, the difference between when, you know, you're talking with someone who's been set up 
thoroughly, properly, you know, the right tee, the right handoff versus, you know, how many times have we talked to somebody that was just like, yeah, yeah, so-and-so told me to give you a call. And it's like, (laughs) cool, what's going on? Well, you know, I was kind of thinking about, uh, you know, buying a house. They said, I need to talk to you, you know, and there was just zero, right? They talked to this person for like two and a half minutes and just shucked off and, you know, yeah. there's there's nothing there. And those, you know, those sometimes work, but it's not nearly the the, the crispness of, of, a, of a true handoff, a true partnership, a true, yeah. like, you know, it's and, night and day. And for myself, I find a lot of newer agents doing that. Yeah. They, they're so excited. Hey, I got somebody on the phone. They want to go look at a house. Let's let's get them pre-approved. Well, for myself, when I talk to the lender, you know, my, my phone call, if I did my job properly, I call you up and I say, hey, you know, their income is here. They have this much saved up. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. I mean, that's like awesome if that happens, right? So, yeah. yeah, when I give you guys that phone call, I'm like, all right, credit score's here, 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 income's right. here. You have all the information you're looking for. The buyer's also prepped for that conversation yes. as well, yeah. which is actually really, really big. Yeah. So on my buyer's consult, I don't spend two, three minutes on the phone from I try to keep them on for 15, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. And not only find out, obviously, you have to sell to buy. Right, right, right. Um, but at the same time, where are you guys looking to go? What's your desired location? Um, family desires as well, right? You mm-hmm. know, what amenities are, are very, you know, important for you when you're moving. So. Yeah. No, I totally get that. And, um, you know, one thing that I think that the real team in general stayed very true to is the fact that everybody seems like they control their own business. Yes. And they very much keep to that person. Like, like we talk about all the time, more personal attention. They yeah, keep right. to that personal attention of building a relationship with a client, not just looking at it as transactional. Because you have two different bank type of L- loan officers yep. and you have two different types of realtors. There's some that are relationship builders and some that are transactional. And I feel like you make make the kind of built the diagram of for yourself as the relationship builder first and then the transaction will just follow. I feel like it has to be that way. Yeah. I really do. To be successful in this business that it has to be it has to be about that. So yeah. for myself, if I'm a transaction based agent, yeah. I'm not looking at after the best interest of my client. Yeah. Right. So so that's that's what comes first. You're looking after the best interest of your client and then everything else comes after that. Yeah. So well it's just it, it's more rewarding, right? Yeah, I mean absolutely. if you actually if you actually like get to know someone, you understand what they're trying to accomplish versus, you know, you're just like here to do a job, punching in, yeah. Out. It's like, I get invited gets... to family reunions. Yeah, right? I mean, that's so, yeah, that's so cool. And it really is. And it's, you know, you get to meet the neighbors. And obviously, yeah. it's great business. Thing, right. I'm meeting, I, I've made so many new friends just from the transactions that I've done over the yep. past yeah. years. And, and that's how I know that I'm doing the right job. Right. Yeah. right. And you're taking yep. care of your client and you're becoming friends with them. Now, yeah. where, does that, where does that communication piece come from? Now, as we know, you're a huge gamer. Big time. And I imagine a lot of gaming, you're, number one, you're communicating with people online all the time. Yeah, if you have me online playing a video game, I don't shut up. So, <laughs> so is, that where that com- is that where that comes from? Just a that comfort so, level of just being so in front was, of people? Yeah, when I was playing uh, professionally, and I, I try to use the word professionally as yeah. much as possible, but um, I, was, I was the in-game leader. So yeah. in, in high school, I was a quarterback. So I was the guy, you know, yeah. to talk. Coordinating everybody. Yep, and I was an in-game leader for my team. And uh, the game's called Counter-Strike, 5 versus 5 game. I have... 20 seconds before the round starts to tell my team where they're going, what yeah. they're going for that round and set up. And then there's also mid-round adjustments. You have to read the defense and see what they're doing. And I'm con- continuously talking throughout the entire yeah. process. Now, the other part of that, that, too, is my day job at the time was I was serving tables okay. for about six and a half years or so. Okay. So I'm a people person. That's, right. that's your job. You yeah, yeah. Yep. If someone comes in, you don't just sit there and, hi, how are you taking order? Right. No, you're becoming friends with them. And you got to become really friendly with them in the first five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Job, yeah. Right? Yep. So I take that approach to buyers. But that even that even goes right back to my point is like 
you know, if you take two different sides of the of the the purchase, right? You have the person that's a relationship builder versus the person that's transactional. Transactional is only looking for the money. Yep. The person building a relationship is building the relationship and understanding that later down the road. And it's it's funny that you say that about like servers because I worked yes. in a restaurant for a long time. Another one of my jobs that I worked at. We'll talk about that later. Uh, We're gonna have a whole episode. Yeah, every week. <laughs> I mean, every, every week. Uh, listen, I've done a lot. I'm a, I'm eclectic. So, um, anyway, that's a big word. Actually, we should look that up. I don't eclectic? even know what it means. Yeah, currently and looking it up right now. Currently looking it up. So, uh, one of those things is building that relationship. You know, ultimately, you know, I hate to say it this way, but there's a tip involved, right? When you're serving. Yeah. I think as the real estate agent, like the finish line or the end zone is, we get to the closing table. But at the end of the day, once you're done. And the Sunday papers are writing about you as that quarterback. Yep. You want them to say all good things. You yep. don't want them to say like, oh, well, you know, I just felt like a piece of shit or I was just another right. number in yep. the Rolodex. Yep. You know what and, I mean? And yep. for us, I mean, it's right there, you kind of mentioned right there, word of mouth advertisement is huge. Yeah. Reputation is huge. And, and when a transaction goes very smooth and they have nothing but rave reviews about you, yeah. that goes a long way. So, you know, a lot of my clients are, they go to bat for me. Yeah. You know, I view them. I closed on a house six months ago and they're like, oh, you got to try my guy. He's, he's aggressive in, in terms of the of, you know, winning the house. Yeah. You know, right. not aggressive. Hey, I'm going to call you every two days. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. Let's go look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm aggressive in, hey, you know, this house is one day on market. There's three offers on it. You know, I talked to the agent. We got to get something over pretty quickly. Yeah. And it's got to be very strong. So advertising really isn't something that, like, you know, if you think long term, right? Because mm-hmm. you, you haven't been an agent for super long time yeah. yet. Yep. But when you think long term, advertising is never something that kind of comes up in your mind, or is it more of, I would rather just do a great job for 10 people that I know they'll refer me 10 people. I want to represent real team in the best way possible. Right. And in, and in doing so, they're going to advertise for us. So I want real team to build up as yeah. well as myself, not just my, my own name. As so well. you're always talking about we instead of me. About, I'm always talking yeah. about real team. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, till the day I die, I love, yeah, I, yeah, I, love, yeah. I love being at that company. So right. I, as we build, I build. That's yeah. how I look at it. So, so much yeah. so that you, didn't your brother just ran, just start yep. recently. Yep. yep. My brother just started. Yeah. Um, my younger brother, we got him a house. Nice, <laughs> so that's awesome. Nice. Everybody's in with real team. Yeah. Um. But yeah, every, everything's been you know really really smooth there. And, yeah. And I like it, but you know overall, yeah, getting my brother in there, that's been a huge, yeah. huge step for me. So it truly is a family atmosphere for yeah. me now as I go. Yeah. And a lot of the guys at real team I grew up with and yeah. I've known them for a long time. So yeah. We're going on probably knowing each other for 15, 16 years. Well, that's what mm-hmm. it seems like too. If you go to Shores or you go to um, uh, 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 like the main yep. main one up here, I'm at HQ. We okay, call it it's HQ, HQ yeah. We call it HQ. Mm-hmm. So it, anywhere you go, it, <laughs> right? It sounds super. It, yeah, it does. It sounds if, cool. If you're at any of the uh, <laughs> any of the locations, you know, it's kind of funny. A lot of the people in there are right from that area. Yep. You know, and it kind of goes back to knowing your area. Yep. But also at the same time, you run into exactly what you said, a lot of the same people that you've known for a long time. So I think there's a certain comfort level coming in and not really knowing anything, but understanding that the person that you might have went to high school with uh, that's been there a little bit longer has you, you know, it can take you under their wing a little. Yeah, and for me too, it's you learn a lot from the agents that we have in Mm -hmm. there. We're not selfish in our ways. Yeah, We try to help. We talk every scenario over. I try to, I I coach a lot of our newer agents that are coming in and train them. I'll sit them down in a room for a half hour and, you know, if you're struggling with buyers on the phone, sellers on the phone, yeah. um, and any part of your business, let's talk about it. Let's, let's yeah. break through that, and let's let's try to get a win for you. Or the fact that um, that Brian May is just way too tan all the time. All the time. I mean, he's what and I always was, on vacation. I say his fifth Fiji trip. This year, so. <laughs> he just traveled. Dude. I'm Travels working like on my animal. first. I'm working on my first. That's awesome. I always tell Brian May I'm trying to make Fiji money. So. Right, I'm trying to make that Fiji money. <laughs> so mm-hmm. tell us, uh, tell us kind of what the future of you and and your evolution and as a real estate agent and at Real Team and stuff like that yep. looks like, or what your goals are, I guess. So my main goal. So um, my boss. Um, 
um, I don't know if, uh, Chandler Nash. Yeah, remember him? Yep. So good friend of mine. He's Shout a, he's, out Chandler. I love Chandler. Yeah. So he sits he sits right next to me, my boss. But he brought up a stat to me probably probably about three months ago, and he goes, "For the past eighteen months, you've averaged uh, a, a, a pending transaction yeah. every two weeks." That's awesome. So yeah, and I didn't even, really I did good. not pay attention to that. I, I am a stats junkie. I play fantasy sports all the time. Right. So I really pay attention to stats and that's really helps me actually yeah. in real estate. But yeah, he told me every two weeks you have a pending transaction. That's awesome. So that's been my like current goal. Keep that going. Right. Yeah. But now it's gonna get to a point where okay, every ten days. Yeah. Right. Every week. Yep. Yeah. Right. So that's that's my personal goal right so there. I don't ever put um, a volume number on it. Yeah. A certain amount. But yeah, you know where you are in your business if you don't have a certain amount of homes sold in the year you're like okay it was a bad year compared to a good year but right yeah that's that's how i that's how i judge it that's good do you, do you want it do you have aspirations to build a team or be be a team lead like there to i where want you, to be a team lead there but yeah. with real team i don't yeah. have any aspirations of going out on my own or anything like yeah. that i want to build a team through real team yeah um, they've done it so you know we've opened up a couple new stores yeah um i know we have one that we just opened up in southfield uh, we have auburn hills we yeah. also have warren so one thing that i know about real team is we're expanding yeah. And as we grow, I grow, like I mentioned before. So, yeah, I definitely want to be a team lead within Real Team. Yeah. Um, you know, I always had, not necessarily, like, for me, when I was going to school, it was for teaching history. Yeah. So I always have that knack for helping people out and teaching them and kind of showing them the ropes as they go along. Yeah. So now I'm taking that into real estate. And, um, you know, that's what I love about Real Team is we do training yeah. um, pretty often. And for myself, you know, I've been, I've been in this industry for over three years now. I still go to those training sessions. That's awesome. Yeah. Because you have to brush up on it. Right. I love it. You have Good. to brush up on it. I think it's awesome. I yeah. think it's great. Yep. You got any? Yeah, well, I got to ask a question. So yeah. both yep. of you having been in the serving yeah. business. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. my daughters and I still talk about this one time <laughs> that um, we j- – I don't know why we – loved this line but this this guy was you know just a regular joe server good dude you know yeah. he was energetic whatever but he brought out whatever it was we ordered and i don't even remember where it was and as he served as he was kind of walking away he just gave a tear it up and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we thought it was the best thing ever we still do it you yeah. know so when, anytime someone bring it. if we're at a restaurant it tear it up it i love it no it wasn't but uh <laughs> it was just good everybody's got i even stopped him i'm like whoa 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 hold on bro did you just say tear it up yeah. and he's like yeah i'm like that's awesome that was, <laughs> i noticed as a server you would have to almost have like your corny dad jokes yeah like, yeah right on, exactly on yeah oh so i got a million one of, so people always tell me i i don't like barbecue sauce and so, like, everybody looks at me weird. Like, you don't like barbecue sauce? As we all just yeah. did. Like, yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. So I would tell them, like, yeah, I'm not really American. I don't like barbecue sauce. I can't grow beer. I've never shot a gun before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, <laughs> right. I don't, that was, like, my cheesy dad joke. But That's I would, awesome. My goal was to try to get them to laugh in the first couple of minutes that yeah. they sat down. Because that first impression, right, is huge. Yeah. And same thing when you have a buyer on the phone. So exactly. you're trying to make sure exactly. that, you know, they, they trust you. Yeah. They know that you know your job. Yeah. And you know what you're talking about as you go along. So right. I take all that right into right into real estate. Well, I think comedic relief too, or just having yeah, like too. little things like that. Mm-hmm. When you have a when you have somebody that's a potential buyer or somebody that's uh, doing a pre approval or something like that, is just it gives you that some sense of confidence. That's why even even for us, a lot of people will sit across from us and they're super nervous at first because they don't know what to expect. And then you just have that personality yep. to open up right. and make it feel like it's okay. Yeah. So right. that's awesome. So yeah, good. I was going to say, uh, yesterday I was on the phone with the buyer at 9.30 at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was having trouble with her email trying to sign a document. Yeah. And instead of getting frustrated, she has such a good relationship with me. It just became an ongoing laughing joke, and it was a funny thing instead <laughs> yeah. of like, yeah. I can't figure this out. It, right. was, it was just a, That's a funny – it was a fun time, actually, instead of 
for her probably frustrating. Frustrating, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Since our, exactly. Our, our relationship is so good at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every time we talk, we laugh. I love it. That's I love awesome. it. Well, that's awesome, man. Yep. So anybody out there looking uh, either to purchase, looking to uh, sell a house, give us all your info. How do we get a hold of you? Well, I can give you guys um, my business card right now. Can I throw my number out here? Go yeah, for it. Yeah. Right? Okay. Number, email, Yeah, because they can't see your yeah, card, right? right? So, <laughs> social security number, bank account throw information. Throw it all out there. 586-914-6053. We got Brad P. at MIRealTeam.com. I love it. Um, Coleman, Oakland countyhomes.com is our website as well awesome um for us that's that website right there will send you daily searches so yeah. if you log into our website or if you get a hold of me i can load you into our system set yeah. you up on a daily email search um and from there it'll send you how as soon as a home hits the market yeah. let's say you're looking at macomb township for three hundred thousand dollars up yeah. to 350k you know it's gonna as soon as one hits the market it's gonna send it to you that day i think it sends you a text too doesn't it it'll send you a notification system. as well yep that's awesome so we also have an app that's built into the into the system as well i love Good. it and i can say firsthand too it's not something that you sign up for and like you just get bombarded by people it's no. it's literally just something that put your info out there you find what is in, yep. meets your criteria yep and then and when you talk to me you're only talking to me love it yeah. love right. it thanks for hanging out with us man i appreciate it thanks yeah for having me on, guys. jess i hope you start feeling better had a rough week Slowly. Yeah. <laughs> CP, right. as always. Good times, recovery. man. Tear uh, it up. Tear it up. <laughs> <Second American laughs> tag. Another episode of Live on Real Estate in the Books, and we will see you next time.